Welcome to the Kingdom Dream Chasers podcast, a podcast for women of faith in direct sales and network marketing who are ready to build thriving businesses with God, for God, and because of God. This podcast is for you if you want to learn how to work smarter, not harder. If you're ready to give up selling for serving, give up recruiting for inviting, and give up those spammy messages for true kingdom connections. Here, you will learn how to embrace your identity as a daughter of the king in network marketing. And as you do so, God will show you how to chase his dreams for your business. Your host, Gail Root, is a passionate kingdom business coach. She exclusively coaches women of faith in the industry to get results by building their business on kingdom values. With over 30 years of experience and landing consistently in the top 2%, ladies, this is her field of favor. Hit subscribe and meet us back here each week as we learn how to work from rest and build thriving kingdom businesses. All right, here we go, kingdom dream chasers. Hey, hey, kingdom dream chasers. So great to be with you again. I just love these weekly times. I feel like I'm coming into your living room and having a cup of coffee with you um, and just sharing with you a download from the Lord. Um, this is a really cool one. I, I had not remembered this for a long time. I was literally praying this morning for the Lord to bring me a memory, a, a something that I could share. And of course, he's always faithful and always shows up. And the the topic today is about self-care. You know, I used to look at self-care as, you know, going for a massage, getting a pedicure, um, taking a little time to go do something for me, um, going to an, maybe an art class, just a little time. And I'll be real honest, when I had my, our three boys were born within three and a half years of each other. So, I mean, all, yeah. So, it was a lot, right? My first two were 17 months apart. My second two were 26 months apart. And it was a very busy season. And I had a pretty big direct sales business at the time. Um, so all the balls were in the air. And whenever I left the house for work, I would feel guilty. Like I was somehow not being the mother that God had called me to be. When in truth, um, Having that direct sales business um, made me a better wife and mother, but I didn't quite understand that at the time. And this whole concept of self-care, I felt selfish. To me, self-care felt selfish. It was another time when I had to leave my family. I had to leave my boys. I was already leaving my boys to go to, to do work things. So now I'm going to leave them again to go get a massage or a pedicure. And so I would feel guilty about it. And I attended this conference and it was a personal development type of a conference. And I'll never forget walking into, it was in Buffalo, New York, and it was a February freezing cold. We actually went to Niagara Falls and it was the most spectacular thing ever because there was so much ice that was coming over the falls, even though the water was still rushing. Um, there was all of this ice. It was just absolutely beautiful. Anyway, I digress. I walk into this ballroom in Buffalo, New York, and there was a panel of women up on the stage. So there were probably about four or five women at the most um, sitting at a table on a riser on the stage. And it was a pretty big room. And I sat down and it was on self-care. The panel was talking about self-care. And I don't remember when or where. I have no idea which woman said it. But all I can tell you is in that room, in that moment, everything shifted. And I don't know exactly what was said anymore. 
but I'll tell you the heart of the message that I heard. And the heart of the message that I heard was, self-care is my responsibility. And when I don't do self-care, because I'm feeling guilty or I shouldn't spend the money or I shouldn't take the time away from whatever, I'm actually shifting my responsibility likely onto someone else. Now, let me tell you what I mean by that. This is where everything changed. We're responsible to take care of ourselves, whether that is physically, well, it is physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I am the only one that God made responsible for taking care of Gail physically, emotionally, and spiritually. My husband is not responsible for my physical well-being, not responsible for my spiritual well-being, and not responsible for my emotional well-being. His, the way he behaves, the things that he does, though they may affect me. But they are not, I am not a victim. I am in charge of my physical, emotional, and, and spiritual well-being. Whether or not he goes to church with me doesn't mean I can't say, oh, I'm a victim. My husband won't go to church with me. Therefore, I can't grow spiritually. No, I can get up and go to church myself. I was created to be self-governing. Now, what happens is with self-care, when I don't take responsibility for my physical health and I blame, I, I blame my husband or my children that I don't have the time or, or I don't have the money or I don't have the, I shouldn't go do that. What I'm actually doing is making them in this twisted way responsible for the lack of my health in whatever area it is. And it builds resentment. It builds anger. It builds a victim mentality. It reinforces a victim mentality. And subconsciously, what I'm doing is saying, you're the one that's not letting me grow spiritually. You're the one who's keeping me back from the physical health that I want because you won't go walking with me or because you keep bringing Oreos in the house or because I can't leave these children because you don't want me to get a sitter. Therefore, I'm a victim to going and getting a massage. I can't go get a massage. I can't take care of myself. And when we shift responsibility for our self-care, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, we are actually pushing it off onto someone else. And that's when it shifted. I'm the one, the only one responsible for it. And I have to believe that in taking care of myself, I become a better wife and I become a better mother. Because and I and I grow closer to Jesus in that spiritual growth. And if I don't invest in those things, it is no one else's responsibility or fault but my own own. God said to me, Gail, I give you one life. I give you one body and I ask you to steward it well. I ask you to first seek me first and grow spiritually. I ask you to steward your body well so that you have the physical energy to do everything I've called you to do. And I ask you to take care of yourself emotionally and spiritually so that uh, physically and wait a minute, I ask you to take care of yourself physically and spiritually so that emotionally you will be able to respond to your life appropriately on a daily basis. And, and that means my business, um, my relationships, in every form, whether it's a telemarketer, whether it's a knock at the door, whether it's a, an email, a text, whatever, whatever it is, I need to be able to respond in a healthy and positive emotional way. 
And if I can't do that, it is no one else's fault but mine. And I do that by taking care of myself physically, and I do that by taking care of myself myself spiritually. And I say physically first for a very important reason. You might say, well, Gail, shouldn't Jesus be first? Well, of course. However, if I am not taking care of myself physically, which means steward in my body, the gift that he gave me in my physical body, I won't get up out of bed and, and, and go seek him first every morning because I will be physically hurting and that physical pain or that emotional pain of, of depression or isolation, that will not allow me to take care of my spiritual health. So it's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Physically, we've got to take care of ourselves because it will affect us emotionally and spiritually. And it will be physically, you know this to be true, that physically we become in bondage physically, and then we can't possibly step into the fullness of the spiritual life and the emotional life that God has for us because physically we're just, we're not capable of it. Um, We're bound literally. So um, I pray this was a great blessing to you. I, I um, you know, there's so much talk in, in culture about self-care and it's, um, it's kind of perverted often into things like, you know, glamorized luxury items like going for a massage or, or going for a pedicure or getting your eyelashes done or your eyebrows done. Now, don't mishear me. I'm not saying any of those things are bad because in and of themselves, they absolutely are not bad. But it's what do you do to to care for yourself, to honor yourself as a daughter of the king, because you are the only one responsible for that. And when you shift and you understand that God gave you the responsibility to care for yourself, you become willing, you have new courage, and you stand up for yourself and you say, you know what? I believe that going on this retreat, or I believe going to the chiropractor once a month, or I believe getting a massage once a month, or a pedicure, whatever it is, I believe that taking that time and, and making that space to honor and care for myself allows me to be a better wife and mother. And so I am going to do this. Now, you may have people around you who don't like that shift in in your behavior because they'd rather you... Um, say, feel, feel like a victim and say, no, I won't do that because maybe they think it's a waste of money. It, so are you going to live for the audience of one? Are you going to allow that other voice in your life to actually, you're going to grow a resentment to that person where you probably already have one. (laughs) I know I've been there. Um, so you're going to grow a resentment to that person. I even remember feeling resentful of my kids at times when they were little, because I felt so that they were so attached to me and I couldn't do self care because I I had to care for them. Now I did have to care for them. That was a, my absolute priority, but did it not? It did not negate my responsibility to take care of myself. And those little boys were were wait for it. Those little boys were absolutely dependent on me being okay. And if I wasn't physically, emotionally, and spiritually okay, they were going to suffer. My marriage suffers when I'm not physically, emotionally, and spiritually okay. I can't say, well, my husband this or my husband that. No, I am responsible for my self-care. So ladies, be encouraged and take courage. Have courage. 
be responsible to, to invest in your self-care. And I'm telling you, others around you are going to notice and they are going to benefit. And you know what? They may need to see you doing that to give them self-permission to go take care of themselves. You know, um, there is an absolute positive ripple effect that comes from this. But as we're getting, as we're parting ways right now, right here, it will be uncomfortable. Always doing something new is uncomfortable. Breaking out of old victim and orphan mindsets is uncomfortable. But I promise you, it will. It, it's leading you to the the fullness of what God has for you when you step into taking responsibility for yourself, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Dream Chasers podcast. It's not an accident that you landed here, so stick around. If you are blessed by the content, subscribe and join Gail weekly. There is nothing more important to her and her team than shares and reviews. So if you'd consider one or both, that would be awesome. Hungry for more Kingdom perspectives on direct sales and network marketing? Gail offers free and paid challenges, courses, mentorship groups, and coaching programs throughout the year. They may be just what you have been praying for. And most importantly, Gail wants to thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being ready to learn how to seek God first in your business. That's the hallmark of a kingdom dream chaser.